We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. This week's guest is Nicole Bernard. Nicole started her first entrepreneurial journey in 2007 with her husband when they decided to start an organic farm and microbrewery in the Cascade Mountains of the Pacific Northwest. During the seven years that they ran Acadian Farms and Brewery, Nicole was in charge of all things marketing, everything from events to social media, website design. After closing their doors, Due to creating too much traffic, literally, Nicole wanted to take what she learned from the experience and help other small businesses. She spent the next two and a half years working at a digital marketing agency and expanded her marketing chops by learning the systems, tools, and strategies implemented by agencies to achieve massive growth. After her dad passed in 2016, she realized life was very short and decided to branch out on her next entrepreneurial journey, her own digital marketing agency and marketing coaching company. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hey, Lori. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you here as well because I was a guest on your awesome show. Can you uh, quickly share with our listeners what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that was such a fun conversation. Um, it is called bubbles and biz and I ship a bottle of champagne to my guests and we sip some champagne while talking about business and, you know, what it's like to be an entrepreneur and, you know, nuggets that, that come out in conversation. Um, so it's, it's always been a lot of fun. That was probably one of the funnest shows that I was a guest on. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, I love hearing that. (laughs) Oh, it was super fun. And I I was definitely rosy cheeked at the end of the conversation. I know. Yeah, I know. Any, like any champagne, like I come out, my cheeks are just like so red and like, I don't know why it happens, but it's only with champagne, not like regular wine or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Not a problem. Um, So let's talk about marketing because this is obviously your world. Um, And I know that you do a lot with marketing plans as, as we do as well, but how would you recommend that small business owner get started with a marketing plan? Yeah. Yeah. So that's like the biggest kind of problem, you know, I see when I, when I work with a lot of different business owners, like they have ideas and they, they kind of have a little bit of, you know, a plan and then maybe they have some people kind of helping them, but there's no overall like cohesive strategy. So that's like where we, we start, you know, and it, it kind of starts with like your foundation, like what are your goals? You know, who are your potential customers? Like where are they hanging out, their struggles, all that. And then, you know, it, it, and it, it doesn't have to be like super overwhelming once you kind of even just start writing everything down, um, you know, and pulling all of that information out of your head and, you know, looking at a calendar and, you know, again, like knowing who your customers are and where they're hanging out online or what their hobbies are, like would direct mail be the best thing? Just really starting to like brainstorm all those ideas. Um, it, it just helps create a plan and an effective plan. Um, and they just, you know, they, they leave feeling so less stressed. And, and like, I was working with someone last week and she goes, I am just so excited to finally have a marketing plan. And so like, that's, yeah, that's what I love doing. And, you know, it's a little bit of planning really, really goes a long way. (laughs) 
It really does. And I mean, after COVID or right. well, we're still in COVID, but one of the things that I've learned is um, even though you have a plan and it may not work out the way that you want it to, it's a mm-hmm. lot easier to adjust Yes. When you have a plan versus trying to make changes when you have nothing fleshed out. Yes, totally. Yeah. And like a lot of the, you know, we'll work out their strategies and just put their notes down all that in like a Google Drive folder, which is super easy. Or, you know, people can use Dropbox or whatever. But being able to refer back to that, like you said, and be like, and look like, oh, okay, maybe we need to shift. Like this isn't working or like, you know, we all just went into lockdown again. Like how can we adjust where necessary? Um, But having a, a place to look and kind of keep track really just really helps. Sure. So what are some of the most common things that you're coaching your clients on right now? Yeah. So a lot of it is like, a lot of it is this planning that I've been talking about. Um, Some are a little bit further along. And then, so it's just really trying to figure out which channels are best for them. Like they have the plan, they kind of know what they want to do. And then we start exploring different ways to reach their ideal customers, whether it's, you know, um, one just ran a, like a big challenge within a Facebook group and it went really well. She got so many sales. And then another one is planning to expand her YouTube channel because that's where her, um, you know, potential clients are and spend a lot of time. Um, so it's really just, you know, getting that plan and then getting even more granular about like where we're going to, you know, execute this and, and then going into like best practices with that and, you know, their, their schedule, um, and then just kind of holding them accountable as well. That, you know, we have so many things when we're running a business. So just having that little bit of accountability um, is super helpful. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's great. And I love, um, I love how you, you probably communicate that very clearly to your clients and I'm sure that they appreciate that. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, so your LinkedIn profile says you offer simple marketing strategies So can you elaborate on the use of the word simple and what are some simple ways that other small businesses can market themselves? Yeah, totally. Um, So yeah, in my bio, you know, it mentioned that my husband and I ran a small business um, for seven years. And so, you know, again, it was a farm, so not like huge profits. (laughs) So we had to figure out simple and easy and pretty low budget ways to market our business. Um, So I've used a lot of what I did in that and what I do now and helping clients. Um, but so it's a lot of like, you know, it would be like social media. And I know some people are like, Oh, I hate social media. And like, it's not, it's not simple, but when you are able to understand the different nuances, I guess, of the different platforms and why you're doing it and, and, you know, just, and then like some stats of like so many people are on social media and, you know, and then, just sharing all of these different things and how to do it, then it is simple. Like, because we don't know what we don't know, you know what I mean? And so I just like to provide all these different ways. And I, I really come with the approach of like teaching them how to do it. Even if I'm going to be doing it for them, I want them to know why we're doing what we're doing or where we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like a simple one, for example, when we had the farm, uh, we had beer and we we're in a very like craft beer world here in the Northwest, like it's huge. So I would hold like an open house event for all of the craft beer bloggers and they would come and taste all their beer, our beer. And then they would go back and write on their blogs and put it on their social media. So we were able to like really grow and gain gain like brand awareness. And then that kind of like 
evolved into like a lot of the newspapers and publications, even from Seattle coming and like reaching out to us because they saw us on other blogs. Yeah. So, you know, just using kind of like simple, but yeah, you have to be a little creative, you know, um, but you, there's so many ways, like once you kind of get these small business owners talking and they kind of like get into the strategy and like where they want to do it, like they get so many great ideas, you know, they just, once they get past that overwhelm and not quite kind of like understanding why it's happening, then it just like opens up the floodgates, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, that's creative too. And um, building out little tactics, the grassroots tactics, really. Yes, I, I exactly. Think a good way to position it. Um, but they can be extremely rewarding as you talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they really can. And, you know, that's the thing too, like, um, and sometimes they don't work, you know, but um, just being able to test different things and then you'll start to see like, oh, that does work or, you know, <clears throat> maybe let's try it again, but let's try tweaking it a little bit. And, you know, that might create huge results. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having a little bit of fun with it too. And I didn't realize that most people don't find marketing fun. Like, I think it's so much fun. But but then like people, you know, accountants, like I can't stand finances. So I get it. Everybody's different. But um, yeah, just, I don't know, taking that approach too to like, all right, let's have an open mind, see what works. You know, we we know who we're targeting, where we want to go. And then, you know, get out there and try it. Totally. Um, yeah, I agree with, with that statement as far as marketing being super fun, but we talked lots about that on your podcast. Yes. On that episode. <laughs> um, so this one though is more all about networking and relationships. Yeah. And, and obviously that's something that you're doing. Um, or you shared some great examples of fostering those relationships from a grassroots marketing level. I think that's extremely important. But uh, Nicole, can you share with our listeners one of your most successful or favorite networking stories that you've had? Yeah. Oh, um, favorite story. Um, I don't, I can't think of like a favorite story, but I, I when you say networking and I, I just think of like, there's so many things that pop into my mind of so many people that I've met mm-hmm. through networking. Um, and just like, I'm a huge advocate of like, I'm a, ambassador for our local chamber here in hood river Um, i'm a chamber member like we live on the columbia river so it's like oregon and washington right next to each other so i'm in Mm -hmm. another chamber but it's like two minutes away um and i do a lot of like the online networking and this podcast too as well was really started with that in mind to create a community because being an entrepreneur can be hard and lonely Um, And I have met people from around the world. And like, I just got an email last week from a gal that had been on my podcast last year, introducing me to someone that, you know, needs what I do. And so, I mean, that was almost a year ago and I was still top of mind enough for her to think of me, you know, and reached out. And now I have a meeting with her next week. Like networking is essential. Um, And I just, you know, I just love having that community too of people that know, you know, what it's like, you know, going through it or just, you know, just trying to like grow business. Maybe you don't necessarily own it, but you know, just that whole community. Totally. hundred percent. I love that. Um, and, and something that you said that, you know, someone that was on your show, what, about a year ago or so referred some business to you fairly recently. And that's the beauty of creating these relationships is they're timeless. Yes, totally. Um, I had, and then another example, it was in September, September, it was from a lady that I worked with like seriously three years ago. And she got in touch with me. She's like, are you still, you know, doing services and social media and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, she goes, okay. And so now I'm like consulting with their company. And that was, and I went back and looked on our LinkedIn messages the last time I had just reached out and told her happy birthday. Cause we 
happened to share the same birthday was Fun. in 2018. <laughs> I know, but it was like, again, too, like I, you know, I had worked with her in the past, kind of kept, you know, in touch with her. And then now, you know, I'm working with and consulting with her and her, um, it's a huge company. So again, it, it, it's that relationship and, you know, just fostering that throughout the years and, you know, just all that it's, it's, um, priceless. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Timeless and priceless. Yes. <laughs> so how do you stay in front of and best nurture your network in your community? Yeah. So I, I do a lot of, well, I haven't recently. Um, usually it's a, it's a good bit of social media of just really reaching out and, you know, making those connections a, a lot. It's whether I work with them or they're on the podcast or, you know, people will also, that have been on the podcast will introduce me to other people on social media. And so just, you know, trying to stay in there. I mean, because it is meant to be social, you know, like it is, that was first and foremost. So just really, you know, going back and forth and meeting these people and, and having a genuine interest of just getting to know people. Um, I introduced two ladies today that both have like podcasting, interests and they're they both live in Boise Idaho so I was like hey ladies y'all need to meet and they're like oh my god thank you um they're gonna like meet for a socially distanced coffee soon you know and so just I don't know just um really trying to stay in touch with people and follow up and see how their lives are going um I need to be better on my email marketing um very bad for me that I know that I should be <laughs> so I lately it's been social media more so than than any other channel sure and I'm sure that you are preaching the importance of email marketing, right? <laughs> I am. And it's definitely right now, do as I say, not as I do, but uh -huh. yes. <laughs> oh, I've definitely been there before. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's definitely a season. It's been, a, um, it's been a bit busy few months, which is fantastic because, you know, it's been such a crazy year, but, um, yeah, I, December is going to be my reset month and getting a bunch of things back moving. <laughs> Awesome. So yeah. what advice would you offer that business professional who's really looking to grow their network? Yeah, I, you know, I would, I know it's kind of hard right now too, with like, we don't have any of the in-person ones like meetups mm -hmm. or, you know, networking occasions, but there are so many opportunities online. Um, you know, there's so many Facebook groups. There's so many LinkedIn groups. Um, I've met so many people like those ways and have been referred business and just met people and, you know, had zoom chats and that ended up, you know, working together. Um, so, and I know, um, even like the local chapters, like ours are having like online coffee ones. Um, BNI, I know, I think they've moved to like an online platform as well. So there are opportunities. It's not the same as being in person, but I would start researching those like those that's four right there that have a lot of opportunity um, and just getting involved and you know joining those groups and and you know just kind of observing and getting involved and introducing yourself just like you would you know in re, you know in in-person meetings yeah I agree I think there's a lot there are tons I mean you have there a list that you shared but there is tons and there's more and more showing up every single day yeah um, there are tons yeah you're right there's, there's yeah sorry go ahead <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, it seems like every, you know, you go on LinkedIn or Facebook and you can find a dozen events happening within, you know, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I know. There, it's definitely like, I feel like there's actually probably more opportunity right now because of like the amount, just like you said, there's like so many going on at any given time. Um, mm -hmm. 
and a lot of them are free. Some are pretty low cost. Like I know I'm a member of, um, it's called mob mom owned businesses. And our Facebook group is like 10,000 people, but then you like join like the subscription and, and that's a smaller group, but it's still like 400. And like, we have daily events and it's across the country, you know, like, so there are very, like so many opportunities. Um, let's have a little fun question here. So if you could go back to your 20 year old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? Oof, 20, that's almost 20 years ago for me, Lori. Let me think for a second. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, so this is something I've just recently figured out. So I would definitely, I guess, tell my 20 year old self, um, just say yes, like just start. Like I've let so many opportunities go by me just because I was kind of scared to, to put myself in that position of being out of my comfort zone or just to try it. Um, like, and I probably wouldn't have gotten past that had I not started my podcast because that really put me out of my comfort zone a lot. Now I love it. Um, and I can't imagine it like not being in my life. And, and a I probably wouldn't gone into coaching either because I don't like, I'm just, I'm pretty introverted. So that has like, those two have really forced me out of my comfort zone. So at 20, like I I know I was not doing things that put me out of my comfort zone. Um, so I would say just, (laughs) just get started and just go. Cause who cares? You know, like, yeah, I think that's great. I mean, stop, stop thinking about it and just go do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, and I did like, I was a part of like the marketing fraternity. So like, I knew I wanted, you know, to cultivate these different, you know, professional opportunities. And, and I had a internship with Microsoft my senior year of college, So I did like it, but I towed the line, you know, like I said, like I did some things, but I could have done a lot more. Um, so yeah, I would just say, get started. I still tell myself that now. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of truth to that, right? Just just go do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know, just know it's going to be messy. No, you know, it might not be like you planned, like you said, but I mean, yeah, have a plan, just get started and readjust and, you know, as you go. Totally. Um, So we've all heard of the six degrees of separation. Who is one person that you'd love to connect with? And do you think you can do it within the sixth degree? Ooh. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Mel Robbins or Shonda Rhimes, because I read both of their books this year and they were amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It like changed my life. (laughs) Um, So I don't know, though. There's got to be somebody that knows somebody. Oh, I'm sure there's got to be. Yeah. LinkedIn is a great starting point, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm going to try. I never even thought of like trying to do that, but you're right. I was going to say, why not try? Right. Yeah. Do you know what kind of conversation you'd have? Um, Can I ship you some champagne and have you on my podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's an easy win. I mean, you definitely sold me on that one right away. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a pretty, it's a pretty good icebreaker. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess so with both of them, like they just really, and it, it kind of ties back to, and maybe that is why it that did have such a big impact on my life this past year, you know, Mel Robbins, like breaking into the psychology of why we do or do don't do things. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really fascinating. And then also I was like, you know, she talks about, you're not ever really going to feel like doing some of these things. So you just count, count backwards and go. And I was like, oh my God, she's right. Like I 
don't get so emotionally attached, just do it. Um, and then I really, really enjoyed Shonda's book, uh, the year of yes. Um, again, you know, just starting saying yes, finding out what happens and, and just reading the way she writes is awesome. And just seeing her transformation, um, was just really eye opening. So I would talk to them about their books and dig deeper. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. You know what I found, um, just going a little tangent here is that authors really do want to be on podcasts. Do they? That's Mm -hmm. good to know. I reached out to, um, I'm not going to say who it is yet because it'll it'll happen (laughs) in probably about a month or so. This gentleman, very, very popular book, um, connected with him on LinkedIn, started mm-hmm. a little dialogue in the message thread and then just said, Hey, you know, you seem like you'd be a great guest to have on the show. Yeah. He said, sure, let's do it. So I think, um, I think you should go for it. Yeah, I totally will. I love that. And, and that's the thing too, like with those simple strategies, like that's pretty simple, right? Like you'd want it, you had an idea, you just kind of open it up. Like, and you don't want to like start your first LinkedIn message, like, hi, will you be on my podcast? But you develop a relationship, you know? And uh-huh. like, I feel like people hear that term like influencer marketing and it's, you know, totally bogus. It really is just starting these relationships and then, you know, seeing where that takes you. That, that's all it is. It's not, yeah. you know, I, I knew what my goal was, um, was to get this uh, individual on my show, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to, you know, my message on LinkedIn was going to be like, you should be on my show. Let's connect. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so there's a couple back and forth um, and it was not automated at all. That's, yes. that's another topic. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm excited. Um, and this, uh, yeah. So look for a, a big name author in the, uh, next month or so. Ooh, yay! I will definitely look, listen to that that episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll for sure be blessed to get all over the social networks. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, I do that with all episodes, anyways, right? So, um, yeah. So um, now here's your opportunity to interview me. I know you already interviewed me on your show, but on my show, I'm giving you an opportunity to interview me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is one question you'd like to ask me? Yes. Um, hmm. What? Okay. So I was going to ask, you know, my favorite question on the podcast is like, what's your most effective marketing strategy? But like, I'm going to change that a little bit. Like what strategies have you seen working maybe during this crazy uncertain time that might not have, you know, blossomed or done anything without COVID? If that makes sense. No, that's a great question. Um, I think the virtual networking, I mean, you, you kind of spoke to that early on, but um, a strategy that I started uh, enacting on, acting on, <laughs> um, I don't remember exactly when, but, you know, in some weird way, I, you know, this goes back, this all ties into our entire conversation thus far. Um, I stopped thinking and I just started doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just jump into random networking events, you know, because people are opening them up. They weren't, you know, they weren't closing the doors or saying anyone that wants to attend can attend this event. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to attend those events instead of the ones in my groups because I already know all those people. Right. And I, and I yeah. want to meet new people. Um, and so that was amazing. And then I decided to start having some of my own um, things where I just post on random social media groups and say, hey, if anyone wants to connect with other small business owners, here's the Zoom link uh, this day and this time. 
Um, and that was pretty cool too. And so yeah. I started to connect with people all over the country and even globally. Um, and so we first started, we're just, everyone's talking about the pains of COVID in their business. Um, but then, you know, you start to develop a strategy around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of my tactics are every single person that's on that zoom call, I connect with them on LinkedIn and I start that dialogue with them. Like I right. referenced earlier. Um, and we've actually generated some business opportunities from that. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. That's awesome. And it's again, like that is pretty simple. You know, you're just connecting with people. That really is like the essence of the business or marketing, like all of it. You know what I mean? You have to have that like relationship with them and that foundation and just getting out there and meeting people creates those opportunities. Totally. Yep. Um, great question. Thank you. That was a fun one. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Nicole, um, any final word or advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? Um, yeah, no, I would just say like, you know, kind of what you just said too. And like what I said at the beginning, like having a plan, what, you know, like just and networking and reaching out to these people should be part of your marketing plan. Um, but you know, really just taking a little bit of time, even if it's like 30 minutes, an hour. And like, this is a great time of the year to do it before we go into the new year. So just, you know, taking a little bit of time, like how can I reach out to more people? You know, um, I have one um, client that I help with, she's an attorney and she wants to grow her network. And so we've come up with a list and she's going to send like $5 Starbucks digital cards and ask two attorneys a month to go on coffee dates virtually. You know, like I thought that was a really fun and creative yet simple mm-hmm. way, um, to, to, you know, really open up her network. Um, so yeah, just kind of pulling all of those ideas, but putting them down on paper, um, will really help you stay like not get so overwhelmed. <laughs> Oh, I, I agree. Um, it, well, it goes back to what you started with, which is having a plan and, and documenting it, documenting it, I can speak. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and re- referring back to it occasionally, you know, yeah. I think that's extremely important to do. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. It really does not. Like, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It could be, you know, just a pen and paper, just something, you know, and, and getting it down and being able to refer back to it and you know, see if you've hit your goals. Cause then you might need to, you know, create new ones. Um, and just, again, kind of, you'll get an idea of what's working, what's not. And it just, yeah. Having awesome. that foundation. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. You, um, if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, what is the best way that they can reach you? Yeah. So my website is nb.marketing. Um, and then I'm nb.marketing on Facebook and Instagram. And then I'm just Nicole Bernard on LinkedIn. So that those are all the places I'm at. Fantastic. We'll include the links to your social channels and your podcast in our show notes. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Yeah. Oh, it was so fun to catch up. I'm so glad we were able to do this. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could talk forever about marketing, so it's always fun to get a marketing professional on the show. (laughs) I'll just send like more champagne and we'll just like chat on like Fridays without like being recorded. We should totally do that. If you want to just keep sending me champagne, I'm not going to complain about that. (laughs) I will have a dedicated slot in my calendar just for you. (laughs) All right. Uh, This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. Huge thank you to Nicole for taking the time to connect with us. If you want to continue the conversation, definitely join the Facebook group. Um, If you have any questions, shoot me an email, Lori at socialcapitalpodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. 
That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.